Hello, everybody. Hope you are great. Uh, just wanted to say a massive thank you to everybody that listens to us and everybody that supports us. We really, really appreciate it. Just wanted to ask you a small favor. If you could scroll down below this podcast on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast, and there should be a little box that has a five-star um, ranking and a little review box. If you could leave us a rating five stars hopefully, and a nice little review. It just helps us to push up the ranks um, and get our message out there to more people, inevitably helping us to fulfill the purpose of this podcast, which is to help as many people as we can. And if you don't like us, uh, don't worry about it because we don't want your review, bugger off. No, just joking. We love you too. Keep listening. And also for anyone that's listening to this that might be struggling with addictive patterns or knows someone that is struggling with addictive patterns, we run a treatment program called Connection Based Living um, where we help people to transform out of addictive patterns without going to rehab. So if that's of interest to you um, or you think it might help someone that you love, feel free to get in contact with us at www.connectionbasedliving.com.au. That's www.connectionbasedliving.com.au. And we'll be happy to uh, chat to you and help you in any way that we can. All right, into the show. we're back for another show um today i'm excited i always say i'm excited but i always am um <laughs> yeah today we've got uh yeah my uh now good friend jim um to come on and tell his story how you going mate good buddy what's happening oh you know just uh another day in paradise in staring at the four walls but we look like we might be out soon I've been out and about, mate. I haven't stopped working, so <laughs> it's, nothing's changed for me. Yeah, so Jim Jim works in uh, hospitality, um, and I think it's part of why his story is actually really interesting. Um, I guess, you know, with inverted commas, not your typical kind of drug <laughs> user or a functioning drug user. So Functioning, functioning. Um, so, look... I thought today, thanks for coming on and sharing your story. I know it's always tough and we've had you on the show once before, but um, yeah, just like it's been a while since we've uh, chatted and, and spoken about everything. Tell us a little bit about, yeah, your story. Give us the three-minute snapshot. Yeah, um, drug user from about 16. Uh, not sure why I took it to the next level. Uh, about five years ago, I was sort of really really bad as in like a daily user drink and cocaine and whatever else yeah um a little bit of an opportunist so if like no one was around for a couple of hours you know it's like i couldn't sit with myself yeah um I controlled it for a while there it slipped up a little bit last year um this is when i met you yeah and we did the whole program and uh been sort of onwards and upwards since then maybe there's been one or two incidents but no sustained months on end type thing Uh, i think i I always thought it was sort of tied into my parents and things like that but what i worked out with you was there was a lot of resentment and sort of underlying issues that you know yeah (laughs) led me to (laughs) self-destruction it was tied into the business a lot which i didn't realize uh, the the bad use came around when I took over my own businesses. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so, and, and so that's really interesting. So you, um, so, or first of all, so what were the main drugs? That cocaine, alcohol, cocaine and alcohol. So, yeah. um, and for your whole life, have you always had businesses and run businesses and stuff like that? From about 21. So, yeah. um, I, I used to hate job interviews. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so kind of had an opportunity to do a franchise subway. Yeah. And, uh, that was the glory days of subway when we made a lot of money and when you got money in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a big problem. Yeah. So, um, I, I think that's, I think that's interesting and, um, we'll talk a little bit more about it, but what does that kind how does that play out in your psyche? Because, um, you're the exact kind of story that we want to share more on the show. Um, yeah. you know, don't get me wrong. Like everybody has, um, everybody has a good story to overcome, but I, I just think the population cohort that you're a part of, which is, yeah, that the kind bus- of business owner, yeah, yeah the business line. owner or the, <laughs> or the functioning, um, kind of, you know, office worker or whatever it is like, you know, people often are in that situation, but don't reach out and get help because of stereotypes and stuff like that. Did yeah. any of that play into your mind for a long time? Did you think you're okay because you were working yeah. for a long time? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it sort of got bad when it, when it, I'd rock up to work because all of a sudden in my restaurant wasn't a daily one anymore. It was nights. Yeah. Uh, I had a bar at one stage too, so which doesn't help. Um, (laughs) So rocking up to work and then, you know, with cocaine at the start, it's fun, but then there's a point where you're um, the paranoia and stuff kicks in. So you get to somewhere and you're not functioning anymore. You're like, oh, everyone's looking at me. They know, give me a drink. And, And that's when it's, I mean, it was always a problem, but um, I, I never saw it as a problem because I think, oh, you know, what's one or two bags a week, whatever. Yep. Um, but then, then when it became a bit more, um, then, then you think, oh, you know, I'm not paying myself so I can use cocaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I think that's interesting, like, it's funny, right? Um, the last kind of couple of weeks, you know, typically we don't get a lot of people using cocaine reach out to us in terms of like our services and stuff like that. Yeah. But in the last few weeks, I've really noticed we've had a few inquiries about people using cocaine. Um, why do you think that is? And did you kind of find it hard to find stories out there to relate to? all, All the stories are, are ice. Yeah. Out drinking and ice because it's cheaper. I think that obviously more people would use ice or or that kind of stuff, especially alcohol because it's so accessible. Yeah, uh, the cocaine is like a party drug, and no one kind of everyone's on it, but I don't think everyone wants to admit that sometimes they're home alone doing lines and yeah, and drinking you know a bottle of scotch to go with it. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, so then you try and sober up and go to work. And I don't think many people are, are doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's expensive. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> no one's richer than cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, like, if we can, because I, I think it's interesting, I want to, like, sort of explore your story a little bit more, maybe yeah. get into the details a little bit if we can, because I yeah. think it just helps for people to, you know, relate, really. So, yeah. if you go back... Um, to when you first started using any kinds of drugs, like, like sort of, yeah. yeah, talk us through your early life and when you first started picking up drugs, what was going on, all that stuff. Uh, uh, I enjoyed, so I look a little bit older than what I am. So getting into bars and things like that wasn't hard from sort of 16, 17. Yeah. Uh, the big one for me was, I lived in Port Melbourne and uh, at the back was all the docks. And th- so that's where all the raves were. Um, so. You could, you know, uh, one of us would drive, we'd jump the fence. Yeah. And, and that's when the ecstasy started. Yeah. And what age was that at? 17, age yep. 16, something like that, bro. Um, yep. Yeah. And, and that was the, those days half a pill would, would last you a while. <laughs> yeah. And, and then when it was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I think that's the problem. Uh, <laughs> the, the tolerance goes up, and the the, the shit is uh, dirtier, and yep. uh, yeah, downward spiral. And was that um, was that time? Because yeah. I always find it interesting with people, right? Was that time in your life actually fun? Like for a, for a good yeah. amount of years, was it actually fun? Your drug use? Make no mistake, yeah, dr- drugs are fun. Let's let no one does it because it's bad the first time. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's as with anything when it becomes a, a problem. And I think my problems come out, maybe it's not cocaine. It might be junk food because I go from 80 kilos to 100 kilos yeah. in a year and then I'm back down. Um, so it comes out in other ways. Yeah. Um, and it's just, yeah, you're, you're just masking whatever it is um, with other shit. Um, yeah. It, yeah. it was fun, man. Well, I'm not going to lie. It's <laughs> every, every drug user knows it's at the start. It's fun. It's sociable. It's just that for some reason, addicts, we go past the fun yeah. to, to, to blackout or to whatever. Yeah. yeah. And was that, so, so when you were 16, 17, going to those raves and, and yeah. what were you just kind of using like ecstasy and alcohol e- and stuff? Ex- ecstasy, alcohol, um, cocaine, 20 years ago, it was sort of, uh, it was for the movies. I, I never, <laughs> I never came across it much. Yeah. Uh, but the universe has a funny way of, uh, all of a sudden all your friends are dealers. Uh, <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? If your energy is going that way, that, that's where you, that's where you end up. Yeah. Um, so, so, um, like, what was I going to ask? I was going to ask you something about those early days. Oh yeah. So did you always kind of notice with yourself that you use drugs differently or were you using it kind of the same as your friends in those I early was, days? Yeah. So I was kind of using it the same. The only thing was I thought I had a tolerance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would go, I would go a lot. One pill, like I said, the half a pill in the early days was plenty. Yeah, uh, it's it's the twos and threes and the hallucinating, where you realise maybe uh, <laughs> maybe this is not so good. Uh, the lucky thing was I never hurt myself, as in like a couple of times that I drove and 
I never crashed the car or anything like that. So I never had that wake up call. Yeah. Um, and then for me later, it was just about sitting at home and doing it before anyone came home. Yeah. Yeah. So where did it progress to from there? Like on the chronological order. So how long did that kind of partying all go on for? And when did you start getting the businesses and all that? Businesses, so 21. So, and that's when I started having uh, extra cash in my pocket because back then hospitality was kind of profitable. Um, So you'd pay yourself a thousand a week, but you also had three, 400 out of the profits to like, you know what I mean? And it's not hard to, my shops were pretty central. To yeah. go to the shop, grab some cash out of the safe from the night and just do whatever you wanted to do. Yeah. 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 So with, with me having the more money, uh, cocaine's that rich party drug. You're the cool guy because you got it. Yeah. And like I said, before you know it, all your, all of a sudden the only people you know are dealers because <clears throat> dealers love to know you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and uh Yeah. So how did it? So how did it progress? Um, money, money. I had money. Yeah, I had yeah. money in my pocket. I was paying myself pretty well. Um, I, you know, I bought an investment property. I was doing all the stuff a person with a regular job would. Yeah. But then I had excess money, so it wasn't about going and getting a drink and having a line. It was like, uh, I want it now. I want it. You know. Yeah. 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 So, so can you remember the first time you, you did it? Cocaine. Ooh. Probably at a, at a rave. I think I got shot. I didn't think much of it. Um, it just, as I said, the, the more partying I did, the more you'd get offered, the more you'd buy some. Mm. And then you kind of sort of know who's got good stuff and bad stuff. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So, cause it's funny, <laughs> right? Um, I don't know. Everybody has a different experience with yeah, with different drugs, don't they? And I remember the first time <laughs> I did cocaine. Yeah. Um, and maybe maybe it was probably more that like we probably had shit stuff or something. <laughs> yeah. but like, um, you know, I just I wasn't that excited about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So here's the thing, right? With me, the first good time. Um, because it was like sporadically for a few years. I'm, I'm a person that's not very confident. Yeah. And so what would cocaine do is not that I was confident uh, around people. Uh, in my mind, I was a superstar. Yeah. A- and so the narrative that's going on in your head is like, oh, I can get this girl. And if I just said this to this person and I text this to this person, it's all going to work out. Yeah. A- and what you realize when you're sober up, is your experience was <laughs> nothing <laughs> that girl probably thought you're just a dickhead. But in your mind, when you, cause I was always, uh, the weight up and down, I was never really confident. Right. Yeah. It, even though at 21, I, I owned the businesses, I traveled, I did more than most 21 year olds. Yeah. Something in my head was telling me you're not successful. You know, I had the apartment in South Yarra. I was, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, but in your head, the confidence, so for me, the uppers worked, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's why my experience with uppers was better than maybe you. Maybe you were, you know, super good looking Jack boy. 
He wanted, <laughs> oh, he wanted far something. From it. <laughs> he wanted something else. You know what I mean? But for me, in my mind, I was like the bee's knees, which is something uh, maybe everyone craves. That maybe it's your mm-hmm. ego. I could never put my finger on what my triggers were as yeah. such because everything I did in my life was success. I was buying a restaurant for 80 grand, selling it later, a year later for 260. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I'm confident in my ability, but then I would go to these job interviews because I wanted to get out of hospitality and I'd, I'd get, um, wouldn't even get close to a job. Yeah. Um, and it was like, am I too honest? And what's the problem, you know? And, and, and that's what it was for me. It was, it was a confidence thing. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Um, and that's the thing, like, that's why I want to kind of like flesh out the story because yeah, when, when you kind of start talking about it and you get down to it, you start to really touch on, you know, the, yeah, like you said, the underlying kind of reasons yeah. why people use it. And that's the starting point, isn't it? For Well, that, that didn't, can't, so you think about it, my, my bad, my, my worst rock bottom was like five years ago. Yeah. And I didn't realize this shit till last year. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of touched on it with a couple other people in the past, mm. but I, I always thought it was, you know, like beliefs and whatever. But at the end of the day, for me, it was like resentment with people like, why did that idiot get that job? Or why did that idiot get that fucking pay rise? Yeah. Why, you know, why am I weak and like, a, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there was a couple like times with business partners and that. And, yeah. and then I was like, you know, I do this for them, but they're not doing shit for me. Yeah. You know, it was, it was a lot of uh, maybe communicating and then the frustrations would build up and the confidence, then you're like, it's your fault. You know what I mean? You play that game. Yeah. And so the cocaine just takes that away. Yeah. And it's, and it's funny, right? I remember when I met you um, first yeah. time, like, yeah. love, yeah, always lovely guy, um, <laughs> really nice. But you were just, yeah, you were just angry, but not in like angry. when... when when I say that, like people always think like, oh, if people are angry, they're throwing shit through doors or walls or whatever. Yeah. It's not, it's not like that. You were just, yeah. you were just annoyed at the world. <laughs> frustrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was, man. I was just frustrated at, at everything. Yeah. Um, why, why did this person not fucking do that for me when I did 10 times that for him? And I think you told me it's fucking don't do it. <laughs> don't expect something in return. Yeah. 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 So, and and that was a, a game breaker for me. Yeah. And it's yeah. and it's and it's funny. And you know, we'll probably circle back around and come to it because it's really yeah. interesting for people. But um, it's funny how because I had the same thing in in different different ways. Like, yeah. Really, what you're trying to do with this whole recovery thing is that yeah, you focus on one of those underlying issues, but it's really like this kind of perspective slash attitude attitude shift that yeah. Mike does it for you, you know? And it yeah, seems yeah. really simple, but it's really hard to do. <laughs> yeah. And that's why uh, the non, uh, when you're trying to explain your drug use to someone, <laughs> they're like, dude, just stop. Don't, don't. But I remember driving to drug dealers houses mm. saying, I'm not going to buy drugs. And then you're there <laughs> buying, dr- you know what I mean? Like, that's what people, I find that people that don't do drugs never understand is like you start the day like the one day at a time thing and, and before you know it, you. I drive past certain freeways and I get itches yeah. still to this day, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and I want to come back and circle back to that. Um, cause I think it's interesting, but just going back. So you're, so yeah, you're flying, you started to use right 21 and I imagine, did that go all through your twenties? Like the usage and yeah, yeah, yeah. On, off, on, off. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so tell me, right. Um, when, like how long did it take before the wheels kind of fell off? Um, and about five, to- six, yeah, five, six years ago when I had my firstborn. Yeah. So, so yeah. when, when was that? So you started at 21 and then she's six. Um, so I had her at, uh, 32, 33, something like that. So oh, my wife like, got pregnant around then. Yeah. So that's like 12 years before. 12 years of just uh, not realizing that where, where we were heading. So I was just like a social user. Yeah. Well, it's probably a problem when you come home and then you, you still got drugs and you have to finish everything. You can't just let, you know how people can leave it. Yeah. <laughs> I would come home and warm up a plate and run to my bedroom and fucking, yeah, that's, yeah. but I wasn't, I wasn't buying it in excess. Like I did once my wife got pregnant. Yeah. So, yeah. so that, and, and that's the thing, right? So tell me, tell me in the depths of like when you're having these rock bottoms, like what's it like, what was going on psychologically, what was going on in your life? Um, you know, I know that stuff's hard to talk about, but yeah, yeah, no, just no, give no. us yeah. an insight. Uh, for me, it's more just the fr- letting out frustration. So I was, I was, uh, especially with this last place, which is I've been there sort of five years. Yeah, uh, it's probably the hardest one I've had to turn around. With uh, work, you lot- mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so my frustrations were at an all-time high. Uh, I probably blamed everyone else for sort of you know leaving me there and walking out, and I couldn't get a job in between. And, I didn't want to go there. And then I took it out on, on my wife. So it was just anger. Yeah. I always had a lot of anger. So that's, that's yeah. The, and then the kids and then you can't, you can't just go to the pub anymore. You got to, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and then as, as like I said, you, your circle of friends becomes non-existent because A, you're too busy. And then B, your only friends are really drug dealers when you go over to their house. So, uh, it was a mixture. Yeah. Yeah. It was a real mixture. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so what kind of stuff were you doing? Like how much were you using? Like what was it all, what was happening in the height of that kind of rock bottom? At, at its worst would be like, um, maybe four, five, six bags in a week or in two days. Um, but I would drink a lot. Yeah. So I had a collection of scotches, which I was collecting from 20 men. And every time someone would go overseas or I would buy like two bottles and I'm talking like four or $500 bottles yeah. um, that I collected over the years. Yeah. And they were gone. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? In that, in yeah. that sort of, you know, and I'm saying like I would use on a night a lot and then drink a whole bottle of like this $400 Wow. 30 year old collector's item. <laughs> just, just gone like that, huh? Gone, bro. Gone. And it was, uh, I was like, and it was funny when I was collecting her, this before she got pregnant and I was like, I'll give this to my son. Imagine what this will be worth. And I had bottles in leather and all this crap and, and it was just gone <sighs> in, in, uh, within like a couple of years, you know, like two years. Yeah. That, that's just, 
and it might not sound like a lot, but that's just me at home alone having two bags and drinking a bottle of scotch and blacking out. Yeah. That's yeah. not even the times you went out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because at a certain point, the, the alcohol um, calms you, so you're not that high to... But then, you, you, obviously, the alcohol surpasses it and you're, you're buckled before. <laughs> you know what I mean? You black out and shit, which is, they uh, say it's like a car crash for your brain. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, interesting. So, and how were you feeling emotionally at this kind of point in time? Were you completely like depressed? Said, I, I, or? Yeah, depressed. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. And, and like I said, I said to you as well, you know, my mum treated me bad and, and my, my dad hit us and my brother's 10 years old and doesn't put up with my shit and my wife doesn't fucking, she supports everyone else, not me. And you just, then you realise it's just you and, and your frustrations. So I, I blamed everyone except me. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Really interesting. So what was, so you mentioned that the, the rock bottom was kind of the biggest thing was like five years ago. And then yeah, come, coming into work, maybe even two, three years ago, just coming into work, smashed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went, I remember I went on a delivery and, and, the, and, and the car broke down um, and I, I punched the windscreen, <laughs> <laughs> smashed the windscreen and I got my wife to come pick me up and, and I just, I didn't go back to work. And, and that was probably where I started thinking, you know what? <laughs> I can't be rocking up to work and, and doing this shit yeah. Um, anymore. Yeah. 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 So, and the thing that I find that people will probably find interesting listening to this is that, so that was, yeah, three to five years ago, this yeah. kind of the height of it all when it was all just at its worst. Yeah. yeah. But still that wasn't the time where you were able to kind of completely nah. turn it around. So, no, nah, nah. I, I um, went to rehab like that was in December. Yep. I think I went to rehab that Jan. Uh, it wasn't a rehab. It was like a retreat. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was two weeks. You ate well. You did everything. You did exercise. You go on these morning walks and life's good. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, everything's amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, and then came back. That lasted about six months. And then you realize you're in the real world again and, and none of these problems uh, changed. <laughs> <laughs> was it, was it kind of like, was it kind of like um, one of those like health retreats? Yeah. 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 But, and but, you do the psychological work and all that. And I, I think with me, I always knew there was a problem. I don't need a psychologist to tell me. Um, it's more about taking the skills and, and, um, using them i think i don't think i was ready to use anything yeah still yeah. everything i learned so i learned everything there was to fucking uh stop yeah but then I, I couldn't work out why i can't stop and it's like because it's 20 years of doing the same shit and and not being will, willing to uh put those actions into place it's like people that can't lose weight yeah you know um, if you eat chicken and salad you're <laughs> you know, all your problems are gone, but you don't. Mm, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. So so interesting. And and this is the thing um that I always say to people. So because I'm with you, you know, you it's it's not about going away 
to rehab um, all the time. You know, that that's not the thing that fixes no. it. Um, and people often think it is that and it's going to be some kind of event that's going to fix yeah. them. No. Um, like, and just to kind of clarify, rehab rehab's really good um, for some people if you like really need structure and stuff back yeah. in your life. But yeah. um, it's it's more about like how are you actually going to change your lifestyle and how are you actually going to find the drivers and have that internal shift that's going to help you sustain that change in lifestyle that's going to get yeah. you a long-term change. Yeah. I, I just, can I just say one thing too? Like, I think with you, I always said, once this shop becomes successful, I will never use again, right? Mm. And it's the shop that's frustrating me. And we're very successful at the minute, right? Yeah. Uh, even with all this corona stuff, we're, we're very doing really well. Yeah. Uh, that still didn't stop me from using not long ago. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and it's that self-sabotage and always the loathing of yourself. You know, uh, it's always something's got to change. You always blame the external. That's something's right. Something else has got to change for me to be better, but it's it's never that. It's <laughs> your your circumstances aren't never going to change. That's right. <laughs> You've you right. got to change yourself, yeah. I love it, man. And it's so good that you've had that realisation um, yeah. and that insight because that, is like the golden ticket really that's yeah. the that's the money right there so um i, I want to kind of talk about that what, hold on sec jakey boy yep no worries all right thank you this is a guy that was meant to be here an hour and a half ago i don't know if he get his number plate he's no good <laughs> <laughs> hey we're gonna leave it in the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, why not um, it's everyone else reviews me, mate. Why not? Why can't I review these uh, technicians? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So um, the the thing that I kind of want to touch on, which I find is interesting, because that is a super um, uh, insightful point that you made about changing yourself and you know, yeah, having that deep realization with it. So um, yeah, the thing that I want to kind of touch on is that five years where you had that rock bottom, you kind of went, I need to get some help. You went off yep. to the retreat or wherever it was. Yep. What was that three to five years like when you were just really wanted, I guess where, yeah, you wanted your life to be different, but it was the same. Like what was the that same. like? Yeah. Uh, that, and you probably just mask yourself with the, with the drugs, man. Like you probably don't realize um, that, that it's nothing to, um, it's not that bad, you know what I mean? Like I was doing well. Um, and here I was, I needed that extra confidence for some yeah. reason. And I don't think I'm a, not a confident person. Uh, my, I, I daily have to talk to, but you know what I mean? Like it's, I, I can't be shy, but for some reason in my head, that's the, that's the loop that plays, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, that three to five years, <clears throat> I think I was, here's another one for the drug you're just justifying your usage yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is so those three to five years um you blame it's a mess yeah you're, you're going from from blacking out at night to waking up at seven and going to work and having two coffees and and that's me as a i thought i was a fun like i didn't need five days to recover yeah i was like at work 
the next day I was at one hour sleep, but you know, two coffees and, and away we went. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that that's why I think with me, the mess was hidden a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if that's the cocaine or, or whatever. Um, I was still drinking a lot of alcohol. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, was, I don't gamble and I was at the pokies drinking because that was yeah. the only place. I, <laughs> look, that's just yeah. so you understand how, how rock bottom you had the pokies on a Tuesday afternoon just to have like a couple of shots of tequila. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. I know. And, 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 and like the, it's really interesting that you say all that because I was just reflecting because when you said that, you know, you hit your rock bottom and then it took you that, those many years to actually start to turn it around and change. Yeah. Um, you know, like, because I, I was the same. I reckon the period of time where I actually didn't want to be doing what I was doing anymore, but I just couldn't stop and I kept going. Yeah. In hindsight, that was yeah. probably the most painful time of course of all of it yeah yeah because that's the shame yeah yeah that's the shame you feel in uh why can't i st- i want to stop but why can't i stop and it goes back to that that loop man you're like in the car driving 25 minutes away to buy something at nine in the morning yeah you know what i mean like <clears throat> that that's yeah that that's just that that loop that opportunity opportunity you know, like, so I had a shop where I'd finish, start at 4am, but finish at 11. My wife wouldn't come home to 7, 8 at night. Um, boom. You know, I don't want to buy drugs, but there I am at 11 o'clock yeah. drinking or buying drugs. And you, yeah. and you don't know why. Yeah. You're like over it. It doesn't do anything for you anymore. It doesn't whatever the, you know what I mean? Like all the shit that come, you know, how, how many times did I get a speeding fine or, or uh, you know, because you're rushing to buy it or the CityLink fucking bills and it's just a chaos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, people, yeah, well, people don't realise, you know, like if you go three, four times, you use CityLink, there's another 50, 100 bucks. Yeah. If you go to the pokies because you can't get Coke and you're just drinking, that's all related back to the Coke. So there's another 100 bucks, you know what I mean? And it's just the chaos that and, and the, the bullshit you tell yourself. <laughs> that it's you know yeah. it's not you know and that's what people maybe need to realize yeah 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 so what was so in that three or four years because i know before you um worked with me w- yeah. which was good and and this is kind of what i want to get across to people yeah. you know that thing about don't give up it's a process you yeah know, that sort of stuff yeah. Cause you, you'd done a, a couple of different stuff that really helped you before you kind of saw me as well and, and worked with me. Yeah. Yeah. I did some uh, stuff with Ryan, which, yep. which, uh, Ryan Hassan, but he's from, not a libo. From, <laughs> I know. I've thought that as well. And he's, he's a good dude, Ryan. And they're, they're on a good thing. So that's, they're from the center of healing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they have uh, lots of stuff that they do on face on social media so yeah, people yeah. can check that out They're yeah good. Um, and mel as well mel was really good um yeah. and what was that kind of about for you that was more around beliefs and 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 uh, the, the blockages you know you, you 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 put on yourself yeah um uh, i always believe that when i go in to meet someone they view me a certain way and it's just you know working around those and, and realizing that's all a that's just the bullshit you tell yourself to, to justify stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, 
Uh, there was the rare. So I've done one thing a year, if you if you like. <laughs> yeah. And, and everything sort of helps. Yeah. Um, and and here we are, where I don't think I'm 100% cured. I could fuck up today. I know that, but I just know that you know when I do my journaling, when I do my exercise, when I fill up my day with positive stuff, um, I don't use. So, yeah. and that came a lot from with you, the journaling and the, and the resentment and, and that resentment list allowed me to be f- a lot freer. Yeah. I think, yeah, and, that was a really, <laughs> and I think, yeah. I think that's the thing, right? Because that's what I'm always going for with people and, it's a hard, it's a hard conversation unless you have it with people over time to kind of get them to understand. Cause I'm, I'm definitely not saying that it's okay to go and use cocaine or whatever, but no, the thing, the thing that I was going for with you and, and go for with most people is let's kind of just forget about the drugs and alcohol for a second. hundred percent. Yeah. Let's, let's stop. Let's try and stop using them. Right. So that we can get a clear um, yeah, canvas yeah. and we can work with it. Um, but you know, I think people kind of, when they talk about recovery, they get caught up about the using, they get caught up about the clean yeah. time, they get caught up about all this stuff. Um, but no. really what, what recovery is and what you're going for is to have a good life, to feel good about yourself, to 100%. to feel okay in the world, you know, to have some yeah. peace. And actually when you kind of achieve that, <laughs> the yeah. drugs and alcohol use subsides anyway. Stop. <laughs> yeah. So that that's so the the few times that I've used since it, I've never been like angry or or anything about it. Like there hasn't been any punching or it's just like a social thing. Yeah. And if that and the thing circle, yeah. and the thing that I've noticed about it though is that when you've done it right, you've you've yeah. actually called me within that next week or whatever it is, and you've yeah, gone, yeah. hey, I didn't even really like it that much. I didn't know. No, I, I didn't. And, and, and that's the thing. Like it's, it just masks stuff. So now it's, there might be something there and I'll use, but I won't go chasing and, and spend the five days benders and, and three day benders and all that stuff where I was angry at the world. Yeah. I'm, I'm a much better person, I think. Yeah. Than us, my wife though, because she thinks otherwise. <laughs> 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 a lot of people that don't use drugs just think, it's the drugs, 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 but it's not, um, it's how you are around it. Yeah. For me, right. for me, cause I know ice is, or heroin might be, there might be physical stuff to it. Yeah. I know with cocaine, there's, you get that itch, but sometimes driving to go get the drugs and it is all the excitement hmm. than the actual usage. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, you know, you are, you might drive somewhere, go get it, come back, and then you go and it's and then you, you start using, and it's <laughs> yeah, it's not what it was. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really interesting, and it's just it's interesting to kind of hear you talk about it as well, because you know, yeah. even even the way that you're talking about, like your relationship to alcohol and drugs has completely changed. You know, um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 really funny, like. I was speaking to you about everything the other day, I think, and you said something that was interesting. You were like, yeah, I just, uh, you're like, oh, since, because when did we work together? When was that? Like last year? Middle, middle of, yeah, middle, middle last year, yeah. Yeah, so so nearly nearly a year ago now. 
Um, yeah. Well, and there's only been like a couple times that you've won off. Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you remember, but last time I spoke to you, you were just like, you know, um, yeah, I've done it a couple of times. I didn't even really want to do it. Um, and I don't even really want to do that, you know, with no. my life moving forward. And no. that's the interesting thing to me, how you can just yeah. have some shifts and then, yeah, your mindset around it changes, your relationship to it changes. Oh, my, my relationship is way different, bro. Like, way different. Um, like I said, now it's, it's back to like 16 where it was a social thing. Yeah. And I wasn't angry at the world anymore. Um, and, and I'm not even blaming anyone for, for, for my shit. You know what I mean? I just, I probably should not have been where I was, Yeah, which, which was at my work and people came there, but you know, I could have kicked them out. I didn't. Um, but there's been plenty of times where I've kicked them out and, and things like that. Um, yeah. Awesome. It's all about, for me, it was all about, I always didn't realize I was doing this, but I would always owe someone hundred bucks so then i had an excuse to go back yeah so once you knock off your debts which i think me and you talked about before we started just paying back and then you don't have an excuse to call them anymore yeah that's right that's right yeah. i love it man so interesting so um just kind of in the last little bit of this reflection it's it's been awesome to hear your story and again it's it's really interesting to hear the stuff around cocaine in particular yeah um but yeah just in this kind of last bit like what so tell us about your life now like what have you been able to kind of achieve with this new mindset recovery operating system on board and kind of tell me a little bit about there's a few questions here tell me a little bit about like what recovery means to you because yeah, it's really interesting and it's something that we are on a mission to kind of get across Yeah, people is that this is, this is not about, yeah, like clean time or whatever. This is about being a good person, feeling good about yourself, having a good That's life, it. being yeah. content. Yeah. So tell us like what recovery means to you. Uh, just that what you just said, mate. I'm just content with with life, um, my relationship with staff and friends, and uh, just getting rid of all those toxic people uh, is cool. Um, my there's more money in the bank. There's more, you know what I mean. Like uh, uh, we we came to this corona, and every restaurant owner wanted to kill themselves, and and <laughs> me, you know, we we excelled. Yeah, we're doing better. You know, we've been doing. I can't get any money from the government because we're up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and that's a rarity for, for hospitality. Um, so just, yeah, your mindset, like this, this was all calm coming to us and I was just calm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to be calm, just to be happy, just to, you know, like I said, journal um, and just, you, you, I'm making new relationships with people, uh, a, a lot of ideas. Yeah. A lot of shit, uh, you know, my brain doesn't stop. Um, which interesting, uh, someone said I might have ADHD. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it would have been good to know in like year 12. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, just feel good, man. Like going for walks every day with my kids. Um, yeah, yeah it's just good. I'm sort of starting to lose weight again. I think I was down like 13 kilos at the start of the year just from eating. 
Um, yeah. Just from eating well, and and that kind of went off the rails a bit. But you know, back on the on the just eating, not even uh, adhering to anything strict, just being normal, man. Like it's weird, yeah. Yeah. Just to be normal, cool, calm under pressure. Uh, there's no holes in the walls. There's no nothing. Yeah. Oh, love's good. <laughs> love it, man. Um, so, like, what would you what would you say to people? Um, that are in, you know, uh, I know this is stereotypical and like we, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but it's true. Like, I don't know, people listen to this stuff and they go, Oh, which, oh I'd love to hear like what I could do. So yeah. What, what would you say to someone like you that is functioning? Their life kind of feels like it's falling apart a little bit. Things yeah. aren't the way that they want them to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. What would you say to them to, to kind of help them? Come and see Jackie Boy and do the program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, other, other than that, other than that. Um, come and get a pizza. Uh, no, um, <laughs> that'll change your life. Um, no, um, like for me, it's just pausing. Uh, journaling was big. Yeah. So talk reflect- us through that. What, what was, because I remember when someone told me to journal, I was like, yeah. what the f- what the fuck is that going to do, right? <laughs> yeah. But what is, like, what is it <clears throat> that helps? I, I just, it's a release. So yeah. you come home at the end of the night or maybe in the morning and, and you just, um, you just write down your feelings and, and, th- and sometimes I'll, I'll sit there with like a line and my first line is, wow, what the, f- I don't know what the fuck I'm writing. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then within 20 minutes, you just, there's two pages there. Yeah. And it's that release. So I, I think journaling, exercising, all that stuff, eating well, yeah. is just pushing your energy into a good direction. And, and I think that that's all it comes down. So whatever it is for you that's positive, if you just work to positive, the, the universe, bro, has got some funny way of, of uh, you know, your energy is positive. You do positive shit, you fuck up, and you'll see your your sales on a Friday are half. Yeah, and that always made me laugh. Like because I might have used on a Wednesday, I'd get to Friday where you think, oh, this is our busy day, and it's dead. And you're like, it clicks, yeah. Like yeah, just to push your put all your energy into going in a certain direction, and and some. You know, things reveal themselves. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I love it, man. It's awesome. It's awesome. Well, look, I just want to say thanks for coming on and um, talking us through your story because, yeah, and, yeah. and you know, the awesome thing for me, and it's hard. I, I talk to people all the time, and they kind of don't believe me, but yeah, the change, the change is amazing in you. Um, from I'll, I'll tell, of, yeah. I'll tell everyone this. I had a barbecue, like a, a steamer where you put the, not a steamer, like the wood burner. Yep. Small. It took four years to put it together. And it was <laughs> half an hour. Like that's the difference when you're on drugs and off drugs. You just, you just do shit. Like, yeah, you just yep. get things done. And, and that's the cost um, that people might not realize. So like, when you're just in a bad mindset, it's not the drugs, it's not whatever. You're like, you just don't do anything. There was plenty yeah. of weeks where I wasn't on drugs, but I was just low. 
Yeah. Um, and, and that was the thing for me with the, with the drugs. And then simple writing like a massive list at the start of every month and just ticking shit off and, and, and things like that, man, it just gets the, the ball rolling into, into a certain direction. Yeah. And you'll fuck up. I'm living proof. You'll fuck up and, and you just bounce. You know, you can't dwell in the fuck up for too long and you just move on, mate. You, you know, you keep journaling, you keep eating your chicken and salad and, and off you go. <laughs> that's right well it's it's funny you talk about the kind of slip ups and stuff like that yeah i i've definitely found that's something that is a shift for people when when we work with them um because we try and come at it a little bit differently with like the whole perception of what recovery is um yeah. and yeah it's it's hard to strike the balance and for people to get it you know it's it's not saying that slipping up is okay and all that but it's it's no. also like it's also just reframing it because so many people do that. They slip up and they're like, oh, and they just go straight back into that kind of belief system yeah. that they're going to be fucked forever and that forever. they're going to be yeah. stu- stuck in this yeah. and they can't do it and blah, 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 blah. And when you just kind of flip it on its head and reframe it as just yeah. an event that you can learn from and that it doesn't actually yeah. matter. <laughs> you yeah. know? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Like, it really doesn't. You haven't yeah. lost all the amazing work that you've done within yourself no. previously. And that's probably the, yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah. That's the hardest thing to tell non-drug users that, and, and they're the ones that bring you down sometimes too. Like, oh, you fucked up again. And then, you know, the, the shaming and all that stuff starts again. But just within yourself, you know that, yeah, I fucked up, but he, you know, everyone fucks up. It's just that you fucked up with drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Awesome, man. I love it. So, um, Hey, again, thanks for coming on, telling us no about worries, everything. Bro. Um, and yeah, look, I don't know. It's probably not the best endorsement for your restaurant. So you can, you can tell people where to come <laughs> and find you if you want, or you, you can <laughs> leave it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just appreciate you being willing to kind of share your story sounds funny, but it'll, uh, it'll help a lot of people. So awesome, man. Thanks. Yeah. That- that's it. Everyone, good luck. Uh, there's no blanket recovery that helps everyone. Just take your time and take it easy and and enjoy life, man. It's uh, I just walked an hour and look at me. I'm not even huffing and puffing. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> see well, you guys. See you, mate. Thanks. Ciao. Ciao. Bye.